Okie dokie, friends. So in the last 24 hours, especially, we're hearing a whole lot about the concept of choice, right? How abortion should be a choice and the Supreme Court is wrong for removing that choice. We should have a choice about what we do with our bodies. We should have a choice to have an abortion. We should have choice, 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 right? Well, the truth is, is that choices are made all along the way throughout all the steps that you take in your life. And the concept of the actual abortion is only one choice in a series of choices that you make to get to that point. So the purpose of this video is to expound upon this basic idea of choice and how it's not just one single choice. And this quite frankly is in response to a family member. I had a little back and forth on face space yesterday with a family member and I'm going to share some of these details with you. I will not refer to anybody by name. Said family member will simply be known as fam. Um, because whether or not fam wants to, uh, to be on YouTube isn't so much up to me. So I'm not going to make that choice for fam, but I think fam is out of fam's mind and I want to explain where I'm coming from because there's a bigger picture here that needs to be looked at if we're going to have any semblance of a functional society. But to be honest with you, I don't know if people want a functional society, at least a good percentage of us. I don't know if they want any kind of actual dialogue. Um, but I guess we'll find out. I said it yesterday, things are going to get interesting. So we'll, we'll see. So I'm going to dig right into this. This is not just me digging into a family member. This applies to everybody, whether you are pro or anti-abortion, pro-choice or pro-life, however you want to label yourself. There's a message here that I encourage you to listen to. If you haven't run across me before, I am Dan. This is the Soul of Wisdom. Please do consider subscribing to this channel, hitting the notification bell, liking this video, and sharing it with your friends. All righty then. So this is where it all began. And if you are visually gifted watching on YouTube or Rumble, it is on your screen right now. If you're on the podcast side, listen along because I will read it to you. This is a a post that has been making its way across the various interwebs in the last 24 hours, and it reads as follows. If it was about babies, we'd have excellent and free universal maternal care. You wouldn't be charged a cent to give birth, no matter how complicated your delivery was. If it was about babies, we'd have months and months of free parental leave for everyone. If it was about babies, we'd have free lactation consultants, free diapers, free formula. If it was about babies, we'd have free and excellent health care from newborns on. If it was about babies, we'd have universal preschool and pre-K and guaranteed after-school placements. Okay. So before I get into the actual exchange with fam, okay, there are two people in my friends list on face space who actually posted this. One of them is a family member who isn't the fam that I had the exchange with. Uh, the other one is not a family member, but somebody that I have held dear for decades. 
And I want to say to that person, if you actually buy into this claptrap, you're disappointing me. You're breaking my heart and you're making me sad. I thought better of you. I'm hoping that this is just caught in the moment kind of stuff. But if you're listening and watching, I encourage you to continue with this video because perhaps I can change your mind and change your heart just a little bit and bring you back a little closer to me because this statement that's making its way across the interwebs makes no sense. Now we're going to dig into why. Okay. This is my exchange with fam. Okay. Now, again, this was posted by a different family member, and then there was a thread that developed underneath in the comments. And there was a couple of comments before mine, but then I commented the following. I said, forgive me, but if the argument is, quote, if it was about babies, there'd be all sorts of free stuff. Isn't that really more an argument for let's make it about no responsibility for the parents? What's being said here is have the government pay for everything my child needs because I should have to be, because I, I shouldn't rather have to be responsible for it. Have we really reached a point where we're arguing for zero responsibility, zero consequence living? It's a valid question. My argument here is if we're saying if it was about the babies, it should be free this, free that, and free the other thing. Well, what we're arguing for, in my opinion, is the removal of responsibility. You're saying that since I had that child, everybody else should pay for it. That's what you're arguing in that post. And that is why the person who is near and dear to me is breaking my heart a little bit just by, by posting that is I don't think that person is really thinking through the concept of responsibility. Okay, so there was a response underneath mine. And again, I've blacked out all of the names and photos and everything to protect the innocent and the guilty, if you will. Uh, but somebody responded, amen. I don't know that person, but I did look at their profile and I can guarantee you they were not responding amen to me. They were responding amen to the initial post, which I find uh, unacceptable. Not their response, the post itself, unacceptable. And then the next response is from FAM. And FAM said, those who call themselves, quote, pro-life are mostly, quote, pro-fetus. Now that caught my attention a little bit because, in my opinion, FAM thinks very highly of themselves. Uh, more highly than I think FAM probably should because FAM tries to portray this scholarly studied kind of persona but in my interactions with fam uh i don't think fam is as well thought out as they think they are in their views and this seemed a little too too perfect of a statement let's put it that way for fam to have come up with on their own so i googled it and it references back to a article from Huffington Post, I believe it was back in 2016, and the essential argument made in said article is that those who are pro-life are only pro-life up to the point where the baby is born and then they could care less about the baby itself, which is what's being 
being argued, I suppose, in the initial post that I read you is that we don't care, those of us who are anti-abortion, we don't care once the baby is born, which is not true, but that's what he's saying there. But those words didn't strike me as words that Fam would say without having read it somewhere. So my response to Fam, Fam, nice Huff Post article reference, but it's straw man at best. And I can't speak for anyone else, but personally, I would quote identify. And then I said, I want bonus points for the use of that word. Yes, I was being cute there uh, as anti-abortion. And I say that because that's that's really what I am. This isn't a pro-life argument to me. It's a pro or anti-abortion, and I would label myself anti-abortion. And then I said, all the decisions that go into getting to the point where a person needs to decide to even have to get an abortion can't be ignored. Fam responds, hey, Dan, I'm still trying to understand slash unpack that last sentence. Now, this kind of goes back to my belief that that fam is not as well thought out in their viewpoints as they would have you believe. But I also think there's a possibility that fam was just trying to stop it in its tracks right there. Because quite honestly, anytime I have challenged fam on anything, uh, fam eventually backs down, which I find interesting. For the record, fam is much better educated than I am. I'm not uneducated, but fam has done way more university study than I have. And on paper, fam should be able to take me out, but fam never does. Uh, and then fam tags me because fam forgot to do that. And then I responded, how can I help you understand it? And that was a serious thing. What about that sentence aren't you getting? And I was curious if Fam would respond. Fam did not. That stopped there. Because I don't think Fam really wanted to have that discussion, to be honest with you. Because the truth of it is, is there's a bigger point that I'm trying to make that it's much more convenient to just ignore. Okay. So... Let's dig into some stats for a minute, okay? There's the whole question of why is it that I have to make this choice? Why is it that I have to make the choice to have an abortion? Why is it that I'm upset? Because since Roe and Casey were overturned yesterday, all of a sudden me being able to make that choice becomes more difficult in a lot of places. In some places, nothing changes. But the truth of it is, in some states, it's gonna be harder for you to do. You're gonna to have to travel, perhaps. Okay. So, why, why do people have to make that choice? Well, I Googled the percentages for rape and incest because one of the arguments that you hear all the time is that, well, we have to have this because of rape and because of incest, right? Okay. So this from USA Today, just 1% of women obtain an abortion because they become pregnant through rape and less than one half of 1% do so because of incest. This according to the Guttmacher Institute. Okay. So the argument then would be that if it's truly just about you know, rape and incest, then 98.5% of abortions should not happen. 
so it shouldn't be a choice that they they should have to make but of course it goes beyond that because then they'll throw in well, what about health of the mother and all those things okay so i went to Gutmacher since they were referenced by USA Today. And I looked for other references too, but quite honestly, the Guttmacher reference is probably the best. And this is a survey they did back in 2004. And they surveyed a bunch of people who just had abortions at multiple abortion clinics across the United States. And they asked them why. Okay. So let's look through this list and let's figure out what we could quote unquote be reasonable about and eliminate and say these are reasons somebody should be able to make that choice to have an abortion and we'll, we'll make that argument okay all right uh physical problem with my health i would buy into that okay let's say we make an exception for that that's four percent according to this chart possible problems affecting the health of the fetus now that is really vague and it uses the word possible so you're probably looking at it like well there's a possibility this child has down syndrome or something like that uh i'm not sure there should be an exception for that but let's go ahead and throw that in there okay so that's seven percent was a victim of rape that's half a percent so we're up to seven and a half percent um, and then they don't throw incest in here, but they do in the USA Today article. So, and the rape in the USA Today is 1%. So just to be fair, let's take the one and a half percent from USA Today. Let's add in the 7% that are health issues. So we take the health issues, we take the rape, we take the incest, it's eight and a half percent. Okay. Let's be super generous and make that 10%. We'll just round it up. Okay. Then if we go by the argument that 10% would be for rape, incest, health of the child or mother, so we should say, well, those would be valid reasons to go and have it. Then we're still saying 90% of it is not making a valid choice. It wouldn't, wouldn't be a valid choice, rather. There's no reason to have an abortion. But we still have all this screaming going on that, well, it's my choice. I should still be able to make that choice, 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 choice. So let's explore on this chart from Guttmacher. And by the way, if you're not familiar with Guttmacher, they're pro-abortion. Okay, this is their stats. I'm not getting it from some place that's against abortion. All right. But let's look at, at the reasoning here. Okay, 25% not ready for a child. Timing is wrong. 23% can't afford a baby. 19% have completed my childbearing slash children are grown. 8% don't want to be a single mother. I'm having relationship problems. 7% don't feel mature enough. 4% would interfere with educational plans. Uh, do, 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 uh, uh, half a percent husband or partner wants me to have an abortion. Half a percent parents want me to have an abortion. Half a percent 
people I don't want people to know I had sex or got pregnant. And then the ever popular other class is six percent. Okay. So what do all those stats have to do with choice? Okay. Well, I'm arguing in my response to fam that you have to make many choices before you make the final choice to have an abortion. And I think that plays out in those statistics. Okay. If 25% are not ready for another child, well, let's consider all of the Actually, let's go beyond that. Not just that 25%. Let's add in the 23% that can afford a baby. So 48%, roughly half of abortions are, I think could just be classified as unwanted pregnancy, right? Between the, the affordability or the timing. Okay. Well, what choices did you make to get there? Okay. The first choice is, who are you banging? <laughs> All right you've made a choice to go out and do something with somebody that you knew could result in this outcome, regardless of your readiness for a child, regardless of your financial viability to pay for said child, you still went and engaged in said behavior. Okay. You made the choice to not protect yourself. And I've seen the argument, you know, condoms is, is trending on Twitter right now. Be in half of it is, well, you know, we're just going to make men wear condoms now. And then half of it is, well, condoms fail. And then there's a piece of it too, where it's the, you know, my man won't wear a condom. He, he hates him. He forces himself on me anyways. There's always excuses always excuses, but never responsibility. The truth is, quite honestly, if you have the ability to make a baby and you don't want to make that baby, then it's incumbent upon you to make sure that doesn't happen. One of the ways that you could choose to do that is to protect yourself with proper birth control. Well, sometimes birth control fails, sometimes this, sometimes that. If you do it right and you're using the right stuff, it is incredibly rare. In yesterday's video, I actually suggested the idea of an IUD, which is 99.9% .9 effective. It's incredibly effective. And they've gotten safe now over the years. There's not the complications from that there used to be. I even went so far as to say, and I am not big government, that I would support the idea of a free IUD and free removal for anybody who wants one. I really would. Put it in there. And then you can take it out when you're ready to have a child. But in the meantime, you're protected. Protected even though... You're probably out engaging in behavior that if you actually sat back and thought about it probably isn't the morally best choice. But that's, again, another choice that's going into this. When I talked at the beginning of this about, you know, well, who are you banging? The question also is how many? You know, if you're choosing to go out and lead a active life, let's put it that way, and you're not taking the steps to take care of yourself through that. That's a you problem more than it's a me problem. Okay. But the bottom line is, is that you're making choices all along the way 
that eventually lead to that sexual act that got you pregnant that you go, oh my gosh, now suddenly I have to abort this thing. So we can talk about how it's it's a woman's choice all day long, but it's been a woman's choice the entire way. And I'm not going to, again, I'll remind you, I've already thrown out the rape and incest and health issues and said, okay, let's set those aside. And let's just say, if that's your reason for an abortion, okay, do it. You're still leaving 90% of them on the board where the vast majority of that even is, I just don't want it. But you made the choice. And don't worry, the dude who helped get you there, he'll be paying for it too for the next 20 years. Okay? So it's not like it's all on you. Believe me, family court will have your back because they never have the man's back. So it's not like you're, you're going to be moving forward with no recourse um that they'll they'll pay for it too but here's the thing there is a responsibility in life there is a morality in life and we can't continue to just blow past that concept to the final step and say oh well here we are so now you have to give me my choice but you've made your choice all along the way. And in the end, the guy that you made that, that sexual choice with, well, he's on the hook now too, because he made his choice as well. That's life. Sometimes your choices come back to bite you. All right. I've personally made a lot of choices in my life that have been bad choices. We all do. And Often they are embarrassing. Often they are difficult. Quite often you look at the choice that you made and you think that there's no way you'll ever recover from it even. Some of them can be that dire. But what I've learned in my years is that those, those quote-unquote mistakes, those, those questionable choices, those things that I look at and go, why did I do that? have turned into some of the biggest blessings of my life because often they've opened up new doors. They've opened up new opportunities. At the very least, they've taught me. I've learned from them. I've learned how to be a better person. I've learned how to be a better man because of the errors that I've made along the way. But the thing with, with a child you can sit here and call it an error. You can call it a mistake. You can call it unwanted and then say, I need my choice to go and undo that. But you're undoing a life with so much potential, with so much that it could bring into the world. Furthermore, with so much it could bring to you and you don't even know it. I would venture to guess that a majority of people listening to this episode who have children have at least one that was not planned. It just happened. But would they look at that child and go, wow, was that a mistake? I think 
99% of these people, I would hope, would look at the child and go, yeah, that worked out. That was a blessing. I'm glad that happened. And this is actually what disappoints me a little bit about the one who is near and dear to me, who I talked about at the beginning of this thing, is I know that near and dear struggled to become a parent. It was difficult. So the idea that this person would now buy into some of these concepts is it's heartbreaking. I don't understand it. So this is my point. We all make our decisions. We all make our choices. It's incumbent upon us to deal with the results of that. It's not... I mean, you can make the argument that you've gotten to this point and now you want that final choice, but you're not doing yourself any services there either by just trying to look for the fast way out. That's my point that I'm trying to make. Uh, perhaps fam would like to respond to me on this since fam didn't in that uh, face space thread. I encourage fam to text or direct message me. And as far as near and dear, if you're watching, you know who you are. I encourage you to do the same. Text me, direct message me, and let's have a discussion. For the rest of you, let me know what you think about my reasoning here. Do you understand what I'm saying about the fact that multiple choices are made along the way? Or do you think it's just that final choice of whether or not you get to go through with your abortion that really matters? Let me know. This is a contentious topic, so I simply ask that you keep your comments respectable and kind. So do that for me. As I said earlier, if you've not already done so, please do like this channel, subscribe to this channel, share this show with your friends. I would appreciate it. I'm going to leave it there. Until the next time I see you, thank you for watching.